Welcome to Dare to Dream, the podcast. I am Feidara Idowu. This is a journey towards making your dreams reality. I am so glad you decided to tune in, enjoy wisdom, practical guides, and intriguing experiences. Today, Dare to Dream. What? No, 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 no. I can't take this. I am upset. I am hot. In fact, I am offended. I'm very offended, though. How dare she? How dare he? How dare they? I'm upset, and I won't even lie to you. I'm offended at this moment. Episode 4, I am offended. Many of us have been in this place where we felt, how dare she, how dare he, how dare they, Something happened that got you really upset and angry and then you took offense. Offense usually occurs when we are spoken to harshly or maybe completely ignored. When we feel like we're not giving credit for what we did, what we deserve. Or when we feel like we're wrongly blamed for what we didn't do, what we had zero knowledge of. Offense also occurs when we feel like we're used by somebody. It occurs when we are hurt or we are odds due to somebody's actions or inactions, somebody's words said or words not said. Offense usually occurs as a result of these things. So what is offense? Offense is annoyance or resentment that is brought about by perceived insult to or disregard for oneself. When you feel like somebody just insulted you, like, did, did she just insult me? She just insulted me. Or when somebody, when somebody disregards your person, it causes offense. That's what offense is. Annoyance as a result of these things. It's also defined as something that outrages your moral or physical senses. And my favorite definition of all is offense is an act of stumbling causing you to break focus. It's an act of stumbling that causes you to break focus. Or the the or something that causes you to stumble. So the act or the cause, whatever it is. Have you ever been in a situation where you were walking down the road, you had a focus, you had something you wanted to do, and all of a sudden your foot hit a stone? Ooh, the odds. And so you went, ouch, my, my leg, or ouch, my toes. Or maybe you went, yay. <laughs> maybe your record was yay. Or it was ouch, it was ow, anyone. And then you react. In that moment, your primary focus is no longer where you were going to be. It's the pain that you are feeling in that moment. It's the pain that you are feeling in that moment. And so offense is an act of stumbling. Something that causes you to lose focus, to break focus and say, hmm, what just happened? Offense is inevitable. You can't avoid it. You can't say, well, I'm going to live this life. And I'm just going to do life on my own. I'm not going to talk to you. Because as long as you're relating with people... There is every tendency for you to get offended. There is every tendency for somebody to offend you. There's every tendency for you to be offended with somebody. So offense is inevitable. We have all at some point be offended. Whether your own happened, maybe just you've just been you've been offended just once in your entire life. I don't know how. Are you interacting with people? 
So for some people, it's a few times. They've been offended a few times. For some people, it's many times. And for some others, it's many, 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 many times. Many times. But the thing about it is that you can't afford to be easily offended. You cannot afford it. So whether it is that offense against your family, offense against friends, colleagues, strangers, whosoever, you cannot afford to be easily offended. It's important that when somebody does something to offend you, that you are able to let go. You're able to keep walking. Imagine you eat your foot against the stone and then you're crying, ouch, my leg, yay, my leg, whichever one. And then you sit down there, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, five hours, two days, a week, a month, and you're still there holding on to your legs, doing nothing about it. You're just sitting down and shouting, my leg, my leg, my leg. Is that normal? No, it's not. You People will look at you and wonder, okay, what's going on? What's wrong with you? Like, rise up now. Stand up out of this thing. It's the same thing. It's just because offense is, 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 an, is, is something that happens in the heart. So we can't say whether you are still offended or not. We can't tell because we can't see your heart. But it's the same thing when somebody offends you and you're holding on to it one month, three years, a decade, and you're still offended. You need to let go of offense. You need to let go of offense. You need to keep on walking. You need to move on. You need to rise up out of that thing. I'm not angry. I'm just I'm just telling you because it's important. If you want to if you want to do great things in life, if you want to achieve all those things that you want to achieve and you're saying this is the dream, that is what I want to do. I want to be able to sustain relationships, da 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 da. Then you need to learn how not to be easily offended. You need to learn how to let go. Okay, so Faye. Okay, I've heard. So how do I how do I keep offense from my heart? How do I avoid being offended? Number one is remain calm. So I'm talking about potential situations now. Because now you're moving on. Now you're moving on with your life. But in your moving on, you must know that situations will come about that would want you to get offended that will want you to want to um get upset or get angry whatever it is number one thing is remain calm remain calm i remember in my first year in, in the university it's been so long so i don't remember the details so much well because this is this was a very um interesting experience for me i can't forget it i was i went out with a couple of friends we went out i don't know maybe some one of us was doing a a birthday or his birthday i can't remember i just know i was out with my friends and something happened 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 and i addressed the situation i addressed the person i was like oh you can't be behaving like this now what's wrong and all this i I wasn't shouting i didn't talk um in a bit to offend that person but the person got angry and started to shout. I was really upset. And then everybody, everybody was just wondering, okay, okay. They were all expecting a comeback from me. Because I mean, the, the situation or the um, reaction of the person was not warranted. It didn't, wasn't that serious. You know when you do something and then somebody busts out and you're wondering, what did I say? <laughs> 
And so when she calmed down, she spoke and spoke and spoke and spoke her mind. And then everybody was expecting my comeback. You know how, you know, you always want to do, ha, me self, I know how to talk. Me self, I know how to get angry. Everybody was expecting my comeback and my comeback didn't come. <laughs> my comeback didn't come. I just addressed and I said, you know, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to you know, get you angry. And it was just a surprise for everybody. Everybody, their faces were in shock. Faces were in shock because they were not expecting me to react that way. And it just helped the relationship because if I had also, you know, reacted and said, ah, myself, ah, da, 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 it would have escalated into something serious, terrible, and it would have ruined the whole day because we finished that, that um, scene ended and we all went back to just enjoying the day. It wouldn't have happened if I had also reacted that way. So that's the first thing to always remember. Remain calm. It's not always easy, but do it either ways. It's not always easy to um, control your emotions, to hold on and keep quiet. But do it either ways. That's character building. It takes work. It takes work to build character. So why not start now? Why not start now? Remain calm. Remain calm. It's important because when you remain calm, you quiet intemperate rage. That person that is busting out, your boss that is angry and just lashing out on everybody rather than responding to, maybe you won't shout at your boss, but instead of responding in that moment, why not remain calm? Your parents are angry and all that and all that. Instead of joining them to get angry too and shouting back and saying, no, it's not like that. Da, da, da. Remain calm. Let them calm down. It takes two people to fight. And that was one thing that dawned on me. Um, in my first year in school as a result of that experience is that it takes two people to fight so if somebody is shouting and is really offended and is doing something that you know this thing should get me angry I should be offended at how this person is talking to me I should be offended at how this person is responding to me remember it takes two people to fight by the time you keep quiet and you remain calm the fight will leave that person's body the person might still be angry but the person won't be shouting as much because nobody is responding to you i'm not i don't have the energy that you are having to shout i don't have it it takes two people to fight so remain calm be quick to listen slow to speak and slow to get angry now most times when i'm recording this podcast on this episode i'm always in my mind just hoping that you're taking notes i hope if you don't have a jotter or a viral with you you can do it on your phone take notes it's really important because you need these things in life i'm giving you life wisdom so be quick to listen be slow to speak and be slow to get angry what's number two what's number two is change your perspective change your perspective Okay, Faye, what are you trying to say? What do you mean by change your perspective? I mean, you don't know what people think they know. Okay, I'll say that again. You don't know what people think they know. You don't know um, the conceptions or beliefs or truths that people are holding on to in their mind. You really don't know. You don't know. People act out because of different reasons it can be because of your actions your inactions their problems their misconceptions their bodies their selfish interests so change perspective when somebody is doing something that should cause you to be offended or some something that you know is getting you upset 
try to look at it from their perspective. Always give the benefit of the doubt. Okay, so why is this person talking to me like this? Why is this person blaming me for this? Why is this person um, speaking down on me? Or whatever. Whatever it is, just change your perspective. Look at it from the person's side. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Always give that benefit of the doubt. It doesn't make you the foolish person. It makes you the wise person. Why? Because you are trying to understand the situation. You're trying to understand the situation. It doesn't make you foolish. It doesn't make you um, a walkover. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, okay? Number three is identify the cause. Why are you getting upset? Why are you getting offended? Is it a genuine reason? Or is it something that, okay, maybe the problem is actually you? If every single time something happens that gets you offended, every single time, a hundred and ten percent out of a hundred, every single time that something gets you offended, it's always the other person's fault. You never have any role to play. You, it was never anything that you did. Every time, really, every time, come on, it can't be. It can't be that bad. It can't be. So identify the cause. Sometimes it's as a result of some people. Some people are just somehow, really. And that's the truth. Some people are just somehow. But sometimes it's also that there is something we are doing or we are not doing. Sometimes it's just that you are proud. And somebody needs to tell you that you are proud. And so every time somebody says something to you, because your shoulders are so high up, you feel like, me, me, is me, you are talking to like that. Every time somebody corrects you, you feel like it is an insult to your identity. Uh-uh. Why can't you see that they are trying to make your life better? My pastor will say, who are you that they cannot talk to? So maybe you're just proud. Maybe you're jealous. Maybe there's envy somewhere, somewhere in your heart. And so when somebody does something or doesn't do something, you become offended because, you know, those things are in your heart. So identify the cause of your offense. Identify it. And if it's on the other person's side, if you've checked yourself and you see that, no, none of these things are in me, like, it's not me, it's not me, then check for the other person. Why is this person saying these things? Why is this person acting this way? Why is this person ignoring me? Why is this person not giving me credit for all that I've done? Why is this person blaming me? Try to find the cause. Try to find the cause, okay? Try to find the cause. Number four is forgive forgive again and again forgive again and again it doesn't make you a doormat it doesn't make you a pushover it doesn't make you um you know somebody that can be treated anyhow rather rather it makes you any respect sensible people are the people that have control over their temper and they end respect by overlooking wrongs you earn respect by overlooking wrongs. When somebody does something to you and every single time you react, you, you lose respect. You're not... It doesn't save your face. It really, it doesn't. But you earn respect by overlooking wrongs. You really do. Lower your expectations. 
Stop treating people like they are God. When you put people on a pedestal and say, this person can never do this, this person can never do that, this person can never, 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 you'll be shocked when this person can never turns to this person can ever. Why? Because people are human beings. And so when you put people on that pedestal, where it's only God that can never disappoint you, or it's only God that can never so, that can never so, you'll be disappointed. You set yourself up for disappointment. So lower your expectations. Now I'm not saying don't believe in people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let it be that somewhere in your heart you know that even if this person does this, I will still forgive you. That's where advanced forgiveness comes in. That you know what? In my heart, I have set my heart so that no matter what it is, like even if you do this, even if you do that, I will still forgive you. So forgive again and again. I give advanced forgiveness. And when you forgive, don't say I'll still do my own back. That's not you did not forgive. You did not forgive. You're just deceiving yourself. So when you say you've forgiven somebody, don't seek revenge. Don't keep resentment in your heart, okay? What is your goal? Is it that you want to maintain the relationship? You want to keep the relationship moving? Or is separation that you want? Is that you want your voice to be heard? Is that you want to make your claim? You want to be the correct person? If that's what you want, then hold on to the offense. So don't let it go. Don't let it go. To whatsoever it is, does you part. Don't let it go. But if you know that this relationship matters to me, this friendship matters to me this job matters to me let it go release it choose peace choose peace be a lover of peace not of war all right dwelling on dwelling on the wrongs that people have done to you only separates you it separates you overlook offense okay overlook offense and you are going to definitely keep the bond of that friendship you're going to keep the bond of that relationship and that moves me to the next point, number five. Lose the logbook. Lose the logbook. Don't say you are forgiving, and then you still have somewhere in your heart there's a logbook portion in your heart, and it says, on the twenty fifth of July, two thousand and nineteen, Peter did this and this. On the seventeenth of August, two thousand and twenty two. He did the same thing and now did this one too. You've not... <laughs> Don't keep a logbook, please. Don't keep a logbook. Stop referring to the past. When somebody offends you and, you know, does something to that legitimate or not, stop referring to the past. Let's go. Lose the logbook. Don't forgive and still hold on to the logbook. Somebody with clenched fist can't shake hands. If your feet are still clenched, you're still holding on to the past, you're still holding on to what this person did to you, what that person did to you, you can't move on. You can't shake hands. You can't progress in that sense of it, okay? So lose the logbook. Lose the logbook. Number six, and final point in how to keep your heart from offense, is love anyway. Like, love anyway. Love in spite. Love despite continue to love hatred starts fights hatred starts fights but love pulls a quilt over the brick ring love makes up for all offenses 
is hatred that stirs up quarrel is hatred that says no it, it cannot end we must continue this thing. love covers it love says you know what you know what it's fine and this is not the it's fine of you know people can say <laughs> people can say it's fine when it comes out like this it's fine i said it's fine just know that it's not final know that you've not settled anything but when you say it's fine let it be truly fine love love practice it it's not easy love is something it's not something that jumps on you something that you 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 consciously and deliberately do so love practice loving practice it love anyways all right love anyways i'll tell you there's a there's a true story um there was this woman her name is or her name was Corrie Ten Bloom. Corrie Ten Bloom. During the World War II, she um she protected Jews from the Nazis. She protected Jews, she eat them, she and her family. Nazis found out about it. You know, they, they took her and her family and they tortured them. Now they tortured them so much she lost her family she lost every single one of them she was the only one who survived and after that after the world war she started to move around traveling to germany and some other countries and just teaching and talking to people and all of those things in 1949 she went she went to give a speech she went to talk in germany and she saw one of the guards that tortured her family she saw one of the guards that tortured her family till they died let me say that again because they died in the process and now this god was was a believer now he he believed in god you know he was born again and all those things and she was also she was in a church she came to talk about love and forgiveness you know it's a different thing when you keep on talking about something and then it's it's different from where you actually walk in it when you are faced with a situation or a circumstance that that puts to test what it is that you have been saying that that makes you say okay now we have to put it into action all it is that we have been learning all it is that we've been talking about so she saw this god and the god walked up to her and stretched out his arms to shake her now he was obviously remorseful he knew he because he recognized her he recognized her right she recognized him because there are some places you just can't forget now i'm going to quote her words she said as soon as the god came across and stretched out his hands these are her words i stood there i whose sins had again and again been forgiven and could not forgive it could not have been many seconds that he stood there hands held out to me but it seemed like hours and i wrestled with the most difficult thing i ever had to do for i had to do it i knew that it was as simple and as horrible as that and still i stood there with this coldness clutching my hands and so mechanically i thrust my hands to, into the other one that was handed to me and as i did an incredible thing took place the current started in my shoulder raced down my arm and sprang into our joint hands and then this healing warmth seemed to flood my whole being bringing tears to my eyes i forgive you brother i cried with all my heart for a long time we grasped each other's hands the former guard and the former prisoner i had never known god's love so intensely as i did that day who the former guard and the former prisoner 
This was somebody that she watched torture her family day in, day out till they died. It was difficult to love. But she said she she knew she had to do it. She had no choice but to love. She had no choice. And immediately she let go. She felt the love of God like never before. Offense is something that keeps you from moving on. It's just... It adds a part of your heart or it, it puts you in a place where you can't see much because somewhere, somewhere in your heart, you're still holding on to grief. You're still holding on to pain. Hurting people, if you don't let go of that hurt, you can't heal. And that's the truth. You can't heal. If you don't rise up out of that offense, if you don't rise up out of that state, you will remain there and you keep on feeling like nothing is working. Meanwhile, you are the one who has decided to hold on to your foot that eats the stone and keep on talking about it, holding on to it, and, and sitting down there the whole decade, the whole lifetime. Am I saying it's easy? No, it's not. No, it's not. So some of some 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 people, it might be that you know the offense was the offense rather was something trivial in quotes like people will hear it and say it was trivial and then it means a lot to you or maybe in general anybody who hears it like tori like cory's story is something that you know that no this this is a lot this is this is something that you have every right to be offended at this person you can say till i go to the till i till i leave this world i i have every right to say i'm not forgiving this person i'm not letting go of this offense but you know what you know what holding on to offense does no good to your heart it does no good to your heart i hear some of you saying okay Faye, so when offense persists when somebody keeps on doing something every single time this person keeps on repeating the same thing do i just look away do i just ignore are you saying that i should just keep quiet and i should just let this person keep on doing this i should just let these people keep on doing that in times like this when it persists when offense seems to persist work it out between you and the person work it out between you and those people talk to them if you are able to talk to them and you know you figure out what's wrong and then you settle it you've won over a friend you've won a friend this is a trial for believers you've won a friend that's what the bible says you've won a friend but if it's that you know you address that person personally talking to the person the person didn't answer you get one or two other people who can be who can give honest opinions and say okay we're not supporting any side yet this is your side this is this is what happened and then they give the they give honest verdicts if this person still doesn't accept go to a leader go to somebody that you know that this person respects this person listens to if the person still doesn't answer you know what you've done all you can all you can do is pray for the person and move on pray for the person and move on hmm. and then something else came to my heart what if you're not even offended at people what if you're offended at god what if you're offended at god or you're offended with god I'll tell you what. In scriptures, many people had or went through situations 
that could have given them that were that you would say were legitimate reasons to be offended with God. There was Abraham who God came to him and promised him you're going to be father of many nations and all those things and he waited decades and he saw nothing. At that moment he could have said God you promised me this. Why am I not seeing it? But he did not. He did not get offended with God. He did not. There was David who God anointed to be king over Israel and then the person who was in power Saul who was the king started to go after him after his life he wanted to kill him David could have said God I did not ask you for these things I did not ask for all of these things why is this happening to me and be offended with God there was Joseph my there was Joseph who did nothing wrong all that happened was that his father loved him above these other brothers and that was not his fault he didn't ask his father to do that right his brothers were jealous of him they sold him into slavery that's one thing that's number one thing to, to have been offended about they sold him into slavery no problem he got into the place he started to serve his master you know he rose through the ranks and his master's wife his boss's wife looked at him and said you know you have to sleep with me and then he said no i can't do this thing against my boss i can't do this thing against god no no it's wrong we can't do this we can't and then he ran away boss came back home the wife turned the story around said you know what joseph just tried to rape me he was he tried to rape me oh my god i can't believe it i can't believe it in fact when he was trying to rape me i tore part of his clothes this is the evidence the boss edit didn't hear joseph's side of the story threw him into prison second thing to be to be offended about oh my god then he got into prison he helped somebody out the person got out of prison and forgot him in fact by the time the cup bearer that was the person that he that he interpreted his dream and went back to the palace by the time the cup bearer realized it he said it himself he said ah i have offended joseph three things and yet by the time he came out of the prison he didn't say you he didn't say to his brothers you wicked brothers you did this to me you're going to suffer because of this he didn't say to potiphar because he became the prime minister he didn't say you know get potiphar kill his wife kill him take all his belongings he didn't say that he didn't come out and say to the cup bearer you i'm going to punish you for forgetting me he had every right to be offended yet yet he didn't he, he wasn't offended he wasn't offended with god most importantly so i know maybe something has happened to you that you just feel like you should be angry with god you just feel like god has disappointed you you just feel like god didn't meet your expectations but you know what don't let the doubt get to you don't get don't don't remain in anger don't be upset with god don't be offended with god God is sovereign. Don't let don't ever let him go. You might not understand it. But don't be offended with God. Don't let your response be offense. Not with God. Not with any man. Especially not with God. So if you don't understand, if there's something going on, reach out to somebody, study the word, pray, go to church. But don't say, you know what, I'm done with God. Don't be done with God. Hold on to him tighter, in fact. Let it be that that you're able to say, there is nothing that can happen that will make me offended with God. There is nothing. There is nothing. There is nothing. 
it's very important because i can spend time talking about all these other people and maybe that's not even what you're dealing with maybe you don't have problems like this but maybe it is with god but in this remember remember god is god is god loves you too much to do you wrong he loves you too much to do you wrong so if you've been in that place where maybe you lost a loved one maybe something tragic happened maybe something is happening you don't understand it and you're starting to doubt god you're starting to get offended oh no no quickly 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 remember that you know god has you at heart god loves you too much to do you wrong go to church go to church don't let go don't give up on god he's not going to give up on you don't give up on god find a pastor talk to somebody don't just keep thinking about it in your heart really talk to somebody and i hope this helps you if if this is you i i pray for you that that there's peace in your heart that this offense slips out of your heart that God helps you, He strengthens you, and He puts you beside people that will help. People that will help. Okay. And that sounded like a sermon, but I, I, I just felt like somebody really needs to hear that, and so I, I, I wouldn't, I won't mind words because it's very important. So I am offended. Episode four. <laughs> Let's recap. Remember, I said offense is inevitable, but it is. It is what it is the workings of a wise man to resist offense. It is it is the workings of a wise man to resist offense. Alright, so remember offense is inevitable, but resist it. How do you resist it? Remain calm, change your perspective, identify the cause, forgive again and again, lose the logbook and love anyways. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. I hope you heard something that helped you. If you have not, do well to subscribe and hit the notification button (laughs) so you can be one of the first people to know when a new episode is released. I would also appreciate if you take a few seconds to rate the podcast as it goes in your head. Rate the podcast. Until the next episode, dreamers, endeavor to take active steps towards making those dreams reality.